Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by the fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 92 on the road to 100. I am your host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, and barber, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Booker Andy. I'm also your host, and no silent wrestling any fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right, well, I got my two favorite people with me here today as we talk a little pro wrestling, and that's spelled R A S S L I N. Today, we will be talking about Dark Side of the Ring. As promised, you know, we said that we were going to talk about it last week, and here we are. Uh, we got Blood and Guts, uh, and we got Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso, and more. So, we got some good, good stuff to. Good stuff to talk around. Uh, talk about. Stick around to the end of the show where we will talk about my classic show of the week rep- recommendation. Um, I guess before we get started on the show, if you all are sitting, sitting behind your uh, keyboard right now, go to youtube.com backslash at the PW fan and hit that subscribe button where we keep all of our video content, all of our episodes on video, merch on prowrestlingtees.com backslash the PW fan. And uh, all other social media, you just look up at the PW fan, and we should pop right up. Well, that takes care of the intro stuff. Andy, we got a good show this week. I know we're going to probably jump right in the dark side first. Did you have anything that you wanted to cover before we get into that? Mm, uh, I might as well say it now. I was going to say it after, but Dominic Mysterio won the champion of the North, the North American title. <laughs> From Wesley in NXT, of course, with the help of uh, the Judgment Day. But, yeah, Dominic Mysterio now holds gold. Dirty Dom's a champion. Dirty Dom. Dirty got, a, Dom. got a big reaction. So, Did you watch it then? Uh, yeah. You're watching NXT now? Well, I watched it because everybody on the, the Twitter machine was saying how big of a deal it was and how the f- crowd was hot and they were freaking out. And then uh, Figure Four Online, uh, whatever that guy's name is, who uh, Brian yeah. Alvarez, yeah, he was making a big deal about it. So I, uh, I went and watched it. Also, it's not the Twitterverse anymore. You know, they're changing it to X. The, the Elonverse. It's so stupid. But They're just changing it to anyways. X. Anyways. Well, that's like the logo now. It's like some X. Elon yeah. was like, I couldn't name my kid this, so I'm going to name oh, it. Oh, I guess it makes sense. The SpaceX, Twitter's going to be X. Yeah, but it's like, for Twitter, it makes no sense. You're taking away all the branding and changing it to the stupid X. The X is already someone else's X that they're using, so that's a whole other thing. I could be bought out. Let's say, let's say the the Elon Musk. The, let's say Elon Musk says, "Guys, he wanted to use the PW fan. I need that PW fan domain. Here's a few mil for it. I mean, he can have it. immediate. Yes, <laughs> we'll just change our name to something else. <laughs> um, but other, yeah, other than the um, Dominic stuff, though. Before we get into the show, like Tim mentioned, want to go over Dark Side of the Ring. We were going to cover two weeks worth of Dark Side of the Ring. That be, that way, you guys could catch up. I'm gonna pass it over to you, Tim, though, because um, 
I think you watched them most recently. Jeremy was not able to see the Adrian Adonis one, but you both saw the Abdullah one recently. Do you want to talk a little bit about both? Yeah, so uh, the Adrian Adonis one, I didn't really know much about him. Um, so basically he, and you know, I don't want to, like, I always feel bad summarizing these dudes' lives. Like, oh, they were this and this and this, and then, you know, then he died and he was a wrestler. Um but he was from New York. He was like a New York, you know, kind of tough guy growing up. Uh, and he, uh, when he broke into wrestling, that was very much like part of his character. Like he was like very tough, uh, not a no-nonsense type thing. And for whatever reason, and this is like seriously the shortest synopsis. I know someone's like, Jesus Christ, there was way more than that. But uh, for whatever reason, when he goes to WWF, they decided to change his character to be like the like the gorgeous George, more flamboyant character. He was like a tough guy with a leather jacket and stuff. Before. Right, he was like, "Hey, what's going on, boss?" Like that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, switched him. like Andrew Dice Clay, the comedian, like kind of. Right, right, kind yeah. Kind of thing. Or almost like the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. Um, Is that more of a. Yeah, I mean he's from he was from uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, but I don't think that's where he spent most of his time. Uh, but yeah, he became uh, AWA Tag Team Champions. Uh, that was like some of his accolades before getting into WWE. But I think he's best well known for Adrian Adonis, the the flamboyant WWF character. Um, some stuff about his. Uh, well, he would end up passing away on a tour. He would end up passing away on a tour. Van crashed. Um, there's a lot of speculation of what happened. You know, was someone drunk? Uh, did, like, I think rain or something come into it? But a couple of wrestlers died, I believe. Him, uh, I mean, I feel bad saying another guy, but a guy that he was a tag team partner with his twin brother, the twin brother survived the crash, but his, but the other twin ended up passing away. And I feel like there was another person in there, and I'm sorry that, you know, I don't remember who or if there was. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, uh, his apparently he was pretty well-respected, though. Everyone liked him. Yeah, uh, real name Keith Andis Frank. Uh uh, the big one of the big things is uh, he lost uh, he lost some weight before getting ready to go back to uh, WWF because he had gained a and, lot of uh, weight. Yeah, in he his had time gained off a lot of weight between. Yeah, and so he was preparing for a. And big he was never super in shape, him. by the way. No, but, but he, he could move. He, gotten bigger. he was like he was like a bigger guy, but he he could move very well though, like a small guy kind of, or like a thinner guy. Um, there, there's a couple different stories. There's one that, uh, they were blinded by the sun and they flew off the bridge. There was one that an animal walked out in the middle of the road and they tried to swerve. Uh, the people that were there, Andy, didn't they say that it was an animal? People that, yeah. Um, they said they had, they had to swerve out of the way of something. I just can't remember of exactly something. what. 
I know. I, I hate watched it three weeks ago. Like, I'm trying to remember. This, well, this is I've I watched it two weeks ago. So the the Abdullah one, I should have taken notes on it so I'd be more organized in my speech. Here. But we but, we uh, can pop over to the Abdullah up. one because it's yeah. yeah. Um. So again, you saw it within the past few days, and Jeremy, you saw it recently too, I believe. Um. Tell us a little bit about it. It was a weird episode. I'll I'll say that right. I thought it was. Uh, it talked a little bit about him breaking in and just how much fear he struck into people as the character of Abdullah the Butcher. Mick Foley's in it, talking about how he Mick Foley was influenced gimmick, by him. Like, he had a picture of him on his wall and told yeah, everybody that, was his that dad. That Foley part. Oh yeah. Yeah, when Mick Foley was talking about him, and he was like. Uh, it's like he never saw him blade because he was so good at it, which is crazy that they felt like so his blades like were that. in his fingers. Apparently, and he would. Yeah. If you're watching on video right now, you'll see me. He would, because if you're not going to rewatch the episode, I mean it's pointless. But what he would do is he had the blade in the tape of his fingertips, and he would quickly, apparently, just tap himself real quick, and get like little. He did cuts. it during the interview, I believe, because this is one of the yeah. few Dark Side of the Rings where the where the guy it's actually about was talking yeah like he's still alive and um i i i I really don't know how i mean that he was a legend across the across the country he never wrestled for wwf they didn't know how he would how to make his what he did work he was big in puerto rico with carlos cologne um yeah Big in Japan, and like very Bruiser, big, in and Japan. like with Bruiser Brody, like that era. Big in Japan. Yeah, I thought that was interesting that he was big in Japan. I mean, they had cartoons even about did, him and stuff. He even did yeah. indies up until a really late time. Then there was a whole controversy with uh, the wrestler Hannibal, and there was a court case this, because of HIV. This whole thing was so it was not HIV; it was hepatitis C. Or hepatitis, hepatitis C. Sorry. C, yeah. Um, they need an episode on Hannibal as well, I think. And yeah, Hannibal is the guy that took uh, like a, a spike to the ref yeah. a couple years ago. Um, and this is after he had already, you know, went to court uh, for Abdullah. And then he does kind of a messed up thing like that, too, which is kind of on the same lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's. But, um, yeah, Abdullah. Sorry, I was gonna say Abdullah reused his blades. I don't like. I don't think he he cleaned them right. That's why, like, it was a whole thing because of hepatitis C. So the whole thing is he, he bladed Hannibal instead of Hannibal blading himself. Yeah, but he had yeah. already bladed himself before he bladed Hannibal, and he, he being Abdullah, pronouns pal, uh, had hepatitis C. And also, there was this whole thing of. Did Abdullah get taken advantage of? Could he read? Could he not read? Apparently, he could read food menus. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was, it was odd. I didn't know what to, that whole thing was, was weird. It was a weird episode. I don't, that, that one was like weirdly, like a lot of episodes have been like sad, I guess. Like, I mean, they've been sad. Obviously, it's when you're dealing with the death of somebody. But yeah, this one felt like weird and dark and like depressing, like weirdly depressing than like the rest of them, even though nobody died. Like, it just was like it was. It was definitely more weird it because was he was still alive and like interviewed in it too. And he didn't seem like 
like he's either the best liar ever or he genuinely <laughs> doesn't understand what he did wrong i don't yeah. know like, like he's I aloof know, yeah which, yeah like i yeah. don't know which one is the real like i can't tell normally i feel like being a barber and talking to so many people i can like pick up on things like like pretty quick and i don't know i mean here's the the problem is hannibal's not a great guy either right so it's like (laughs) like it's like i don't know what's real you know yeah so yeah so i just looked it up so he said he claimed he only had a second grade education Mm -hmm. abdullah yeah i mean i could read in first grade but oh okay andy and that's when they taught us so i don't know i know i'm just kidding I can read but some Mick stuff. Foley, and Mick Foley, Mick Foley, who's you know, honest Abe, he was like, I yeah. don't. He was like, I don't know, man. Like he's like, <laughs> I've been out with him and I've seen him. Like he <laughs> seen like, him order. Like <laughs> Mick Foley was like, I'm very surprised to hear that. Basically, like. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I don't know what's real. I, like I, I don't know like who to believe. Yeah. So next week we'll be talking about uh, the episode coming out this week, which will be Bam Bam Bigelow. I think that'll be interesting. I make a good one. Um, I'm really looking forward to whenever. I'm sure maybe it'll be the last one. Maybe they're saving it for episode ten. Marty Janetti. That one's gonna be wild. Yeah, <laughs> they're saving it. Also, Marty Janetti <laughs> thinks that this Dark Side episode. It's going to be, like, good for him. And I just have a feeling that it's not going to be. I don't know what any Dark Side episode is good for anyone. If you're, if you're on it. All right. Well, it would have been good, it would have been episode... good for New Jack if he hadn't have passed. He apparently got, like, a whole resurgence of his career after that. But... Oh, yeah, it's true, yeah. Anyway. Well, I was just thinking, I was like, New Jack's another episode <laughs> at the time that... It was about him, and he was on it. It wasn't long after, though, was I believe weird. he passed. Also, it, oh, man had no side, remorse, so it was a weird episode. Side yeah. note, Hannibal underwent some sort of experimental thing to not have Hep C anymore. I didn't even know that was a thing or possible, so there's, like, I don't know. What's Does he not have it anymore? He did, well, can't, apparently he doesn't have it anymore. That's what they said in the documentary. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that was no real. Interesting. All right. Well, let's get into Raw. Let's actually begin the show now, guys. Cody. <laughs> Cody's becoming like Orange Cassidy. He's opening up the shows. Um, Opens the show. So what do you guys want to talk Cassidy. about? Uh, <laughs> which is funny. I saw someone tonight as Raw is on. There's a sign in the crowd that says, Cody, change your catchphrase. Um <laughs> so Cody opens up the show, of course, talking about Brock Lesnar. And they're in Atlanta. Cody's getting, like, you know, teared up. His mom's in the front row. Um, he's cried too much in the past few years. Yeah. He knows it, though. He's mentioned in interviews. He's like, oh, Cody's going to get emotional. Yeah. We are going <laughs> to mention it. Um, so Brock would end up coming out after, well, Cody goes to the back after his promo. And as soon as he goes to the back, um, Brock would end up, I guess, tossing Cody out. Before this, Brock's music would play, I believe, twice. Uh, yeah. But he would end and he up... He like, a weird strut into the back of the um, arena, and they got thrown out. And that's, like, a meme now. So, yeah, Brock would end up, though, demolishing Cody in front of his family. I, his mom could have sold it better. Um, 
But it was better than John Cena's dad, true. is what we said. That was a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then we had a match between Riddle and Gunther. Gunther would end up defeating Riddle. Uh, Rhea Ripley would attack Raquel Rodriguez backstage, injuring her knee. And then we would have uh, a segment with the Judgment Day um, coming up. And I believe all members, uh, they came out, they gave a promo about each of their various feuds and storylines. Um, Dominic was booed way too much. He couldn't even talk. Then Kevin and Sammy would end up coming out. They would talk a little smack. Uh, and this led to Damian Priest challenging them to put on the tag titles on the line in a match. Uh, KO, of course, got angry. Um, and so that would lead to uh, a match being set up for the main event, which would be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Judgment Day. Uh, Speaking of Judgment Day, real quick, did you see Seth Rollins on Logan Paul's podcast? Yes. He called Dominic. Talked about Dom. He said, "I like that." He said, "One that was fun." He said, "One of the best heels ever." Do you think he was being like sarcastic though? I hope so. That was way too strong of a line for me though. I mean, he he didn't seem so serious when he said it. He's like, "Ah, yes, one of the best heels ever." Like that kind of like is how he said it. Yeah. He said, "Dirty Dom." They recorded that podcast the day of Money in the Bank, so it was like, but it came out a little, a little later. Yeah. Um, Raquel and Liv Morgan would uh, have a tag team championship match against Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, but because Rhea attacked Raquel earlier in the night, Raquel couldn't really um, compete to the point you know that she normally is able to. Uh, so winners and new women's new. tag team champions Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, I like it. What you guys? Yeah, what you guys think? Sony or Chelsea Green has gold now. Matt Cardona, her her boyfriend, would end up wearing it uh, at an indie show. <laughs> oh, so good! Cardona and then did not DDT. Care. Yeah, and then Cardona said, "I am one half of one half <laughs> of the tag team champions." Because he said, and me then, and Chelsea uh, share everything." Yeah, and then uh, and then Mike Cardona's manager said, "I am one half of one half of one half <laughs> of the tag team WWE tag team women's champions. I'm twelve point five percent, and I don't even work there." <laughs> um, it was a great promo. That was so funny. I'm, I'm glad Cardona, though to see heel Sorry, Matt Cardona on the Indies is no, just heel Matt Cardona on the yeah. Indies is fucking hilarious. Where he's like, he's doing great. No more. No more of this. Bring your own water. Biw or byw. He's like, we need some water. We need to hydrate. There's a rumor out there. Really, people thinking for some reason that Matt Cardona is going to help Cody win at SummerSlam, but I don't know. Matt Cardona is making more money than he's made in WWE. Yeah. Also, Matt Cardona makes more. I think that one of his best friends and girlfriend are there now. Yeah, I'll be honest. Here's the but he doesn't. Well, we sp- Here's the Go problem. I, I I listen. I listen to Major Pod. It's my besides Corny's podcast. It's my favorite podcast. So besides the, the PWF Matt and well, of course, uh, but that's different because it's our freaking baby. But uh, so Matt and Brian uh, Myers, 
and Smart Mark Sterling from AEW. They're the hosts of that show, and they basically talk about it all the time. Like, Matt and Brian will be like, I, not that I wouldn't want to go back to WWE, they're like, but let me tell you this, they always say it, they're like, there's no way in fucking hell we'll ever give up the podcast. Like, if it was signed with WWE, but yeah. you have to give up the podcast, they're like, we won't do it. So, whatever deal, if Matt ever goes back, it's going to be with the deal that he can keep doing all the stuff that he's doing. Because he apparently, I you know, he makes more money just doing the, his podcast and doing appearances now than he did wrestling. So, or that he did in WWE. Yeah. But he also said... He said, when I was a kid, you know, Brian Myers wanted to be a pro wrestler when he was a kid. And Zach, uh, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, has been quoted, and he just said again recently, he said, look, if the phone call came, let me say this. He's like, when I was a kid, I didn't want to be a pro wrestler. I wanted to be a WWE superstar. He's like, so there's that. So, I mean, I don't think it's out of the question that he would ever show up. But he said that there's be some things that have to yeah. happen too. He has to keep the podcast, and he says he's not doing anything without that girl, uh, STL Steph Delander. He says that she's his pat, part of his package now. She's his manager, and if he goes to a different company, she has to come with him and do the same thing. So, well, he probably wants to keep his gimmick and not come back as right. He's not gonna. Did you see he did Indie Taker? Though. I don't. I don't know how you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, Andy, he did Indie Taker. He wore an no, Undertaker so outfit, called himself the yeah. Indie Taker, and was like taking everybody out. Have you seen Blue Cane? Blue Cane? Blue, blue Cane's, Cane's not indies. real. He can't hurt you. Yeah, there's a Blue Cane on the Indies. Yeah. It's literally oh the old school, like, Attitude Era Cane, but the bread is yeah. blue. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um,. But you, you got to think, Chelsea Green is there, and so is Cody for Matt Cardona. So that on top of everything is probably um, probably sells it a little bit for him. Uh, but speaking of Cody, before we continue, I personally am super stoked for his documentary that's coming out on Peacock. I think it looks super interesting. Oh, yeah. They're going to mention the original All In. Uh, Cody, you know, made it or was adamant about it being in there because it's hard to tell the story of where he came from and how he was able to get, like take a chance on himself and all those guys without mentioning all in. Cause without all in, you don't have a, do you think AEW is going to be in it probably, or is it going to be all in? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they have, they show him with the ring of honor belt and things. If you're going to mention yeah, ring of honor, will- why not mention AEW? I mean, well, because I think, like, Ring of Honor's not on TV, and they're not, like... But WWE's mentioned, like, AJ's TNA stuff and shown clips of him, like, when he first yeah. got there. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like... I mean, they talk about, WWE. you know, how Vince flew to him and how he didn't want anything changed. And so we'll see. They invested a lot in Cody, and I think in order to tell the full yeah. story of how He's Cody sick. went from the undeniable to... Or undesirable to undeniable thing, you got to be able to tell the full story. Did anybody else so, pop when, when it comes out? The, uh, I want. Did it? Sorry, did when he, it comes out, I want to be able to review it with you guys. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Did anybody else pop when he did the Stardust cartwheel in that match? I thought that was like weirdly awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At WrestleMania. Yeah, it was awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, yeah, you and me were watching Mania this year together. Yeah. Um. So where were we? All right, let's get back to it though. Raw. Um. So Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler had a segment with Ronda Rousey up in the stands. Um. After Shayna's win over Nikki Cross. Um. I don't know if you guys knew. So, the plan was to eventually have them go against each other, but not this quick. But Ronda gave WWE a hard date of when she's done. And so they had yeah. to rush things. You know, their title run as champions was supposed to be longer. But it was always going to end with yeah, her sense. against Shayna. So they had to rush it. So they didn't have the belts for even a month, I don't think. Um, so are they doing the smash at SummerSlam? Yeah, I believe so. And then Ronda, I think, is done. Yeah, so Shayna's going to win. Then. Yep. So there was a backstage interview at some point with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, which uh, it was like a sit-down interview, and Finn would end up attacking uh, Rollins, I believe. And then uh, we had Miss TV with Becky Lynch as the guest. Trish and uh, Zoe Stark would come out, and they would end up attacking Becky to end the whole segment. Then our main event was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Judgment Day, Damian Priest and... Um, Dominic Mysterio Rollins would attack Balor beforehand and the winners of the match were Owens and Sami Zayn you guys have anything to add before we continue I don't have anything to add on that that was actually the only show this week I don't feel like I finished um well then let's get into Dynamite Dynamite this week was Blood yeah, and Dynamite Guts, Raw, aka or- yeah, War Dynamite, games. SmackDown, everything, I'm all caught up on. Dynamite, War, War uh, Blood and Guts, a.k.a. War Games. Jungle Boy <laughs> would bury literally his persona of Jungle Boy. <laughs> uh, they would show him out in the desert, pulling a body in the ground. So then we had Jack Perry versus Hook for the FTW Championship. Winner. What did you guys. Hold on. Sorry. Before you say that, what about his entrance? His, so his, his entrance new... was to Beethoven. Uh, yeah, I know Tim's liking this version of Jack Perry. You want to talk you about like the gear, Tim, and the entrance? And I love it. I'm in. Why are you guys not in, dude? His, his boots, his boys. boots are better. They're the yeah. same boots with like the little <laughs> flaps on them, but they're black. And now Things he's wearing, I never like, thought tights. I'd yeah. say. <laughs> he's grown on me. He's grown on me. He's the man. I don't know that music. Need I need. I don't to like the music. I don't think it fits times. though, but. I yeah, I don't think it really fits either, but... It's Beethoven's Fifth ah. symphony. It's symphony. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. they, that's, a, that's a poor choice. Um, but winner and new FTW champion, Jack Perry. Yeah. Surprise. I mean, he probably won a singles title. <laughs> yeah, one that doesn't really count, but... Yeah, yeah one that's not recognized over. by AW. Just fought the New Japan uh, champion and then becomes FTW. Now he's FTW. Um, all right, we had a bl- blind eliminator tag tournament final. MJF and Adam Cole versus. Oh, okay. Go on. Sorry, can I also just say this because I always remember this because Taz was upset on commentary after that match, and then they had that shark come costume guy come behind him because oh, the shark week. and he's like, "Don't touch me." Yeah, and, Sh- and Taz was like, "Don't touch me! Don't come near me!" Oh, dude, Taz was, was like, like oh, that's the thing. <laughs> Taz is like uh, fun and 
Taz can be funny and fun in games, but I still think at the same time he's like, all right, that's too much. He's like, don't fucking come yeah. over. <laughs> don't, don't come over to me in your fucking shot costume. Or I'm gonna throw you off the stage. <laughs> Shivani's like, what's the problem? He's like, go over to Taz. He's like, no. It's like right, it's guys, like when I they wonder... trying to get uh, it's like when they kept trying to get Undertaker to do the spinner Rooney for like an hour and then finally he just left the ring and wouldn't do it. <laughs> the Taker Rooney. Yeah, he would he, he wouldn't do it. He uh, like even Vince McMahon came down and like Triple H and they all did the uh spinner Rooney and he was and still like, like no. no. And then like Edmund <laughs> left. <laughs> Um, I'm on your guys' thoughts on this next segment. Blind Eliminator Tag Tournament Final. MJF and Adam Cole versus Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. They have a new combined entrance song. And then before the match started, there was uh, a dancing segment. Dance-off. Yes, there was a dance-off. What do you guys think of the dance-off, Tim? Oh, no. Adam Cole. Um, I mean, I get it. It was a a comedy thing. Because MJF's like... No, like it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess it's fine. Well, people, I I didn't expect thing. it. People but... liked it. Yeah, people liked it, and people want to see these guys doing this right now. So, my personal taste aside of me wanting to just see some serious shit, I did laugh. I'm just worried about like making MJF do silly stuff. It's just, that's the only, I'm protective of his thing that he does, you know, like. Well, you know, he's going to, he's going to do all that silly stuff, but then in the end, you know, he's going to turn. We all know. Yeah, and then he's going to go back to serious. Yeah, he'll be serious again then after that. And he doesn't need to be like all serious all the time, because I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, I do like like the pairing. I'm just worried that MJF is like so special. I'm just like, don't, don't ruin it yeah i think they're gonna it does make me laugh this on this next coming collision i think it's over then uh even though they created another Uh, new shirt because their shirt is like the best the most selling shirt on uh top selling shirt on (laughs) that's that was my other point uh figure four online brian alvarez ah the uh he said i think no matter what they do they should keep them together no matter what, whatever plans you got, no matter keep what? them together. Yeah, he thinks that. No matter uh, what? Yeah, like he's like people want to see him together. So what do you guys think? Like eventually break him up. He's like, but not right now. I, I think they only want to see them together because they know it's going to end right, right pretty soon. I'm like, how are you not getting? That? I mean, you got to get. At some point, you got to get Roderick Strong versus MJF to go along with the Adam Cole MJF storyline. Well, we'll get into uh, the end. Once, some matches once we, you can. Once we get through the actual review of the match, they did some foreshadowing at the end of Adam with yeah. the bell. Well, MJ yes. The, the so look. they they did hit the double clothesline during this match. I love that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was a huge pop. Huge pop. Double close. I didn't know they were. That was. A, I thought it was gonna be double close and like they each like close on at the same time, but instead they held hands. No. And they. Ran. It was a finisher <laughs> too. <laughs> you know what's crazy is MJF has gotten over. Um, was it a headlock takeover? Uh, body slam, 
and now our double clothesline. Those are all super simple yeah. moves. Only MJF, I guess. Uh, so winners were MJF and Adam Cole. Afterwards, Cole would end up staring at MJF's title for a little bit, and this would not sit well with MJF. A little foreshadowing. Um, FTR, the current AEW Tag Team Champions, would end up coming out um, and having a little uh, exchange with uh, the winners of the tournament. Um, and then that would lead us to the Blood and Guts match. Blood and Guts. <sighs> okay. I will say I don't I'll like that every single person real. had an entrance. Every single person had an entrance instead of like... Didn't, didn't last time when they did it, like, everyone else was just outside already? I don't know. There, was, there was a bed of nails, there was tax. Did you hear me throw that in there yeah. real quick, though? The bed of nails was real? <laughs> it was real. It was yeah, fucking I know. nails. Big. Like, I believe that. I, I, fucking big. Yeah. It wasn't I like, just thought they were, like, dull like, nails, though. Yeah, it wasn't, like, gimmick nails. It was, like, he did nails. Wow. I forget who, who yeah. landed on it. Kenny? Omega, yeah. yeah. And also Moxley did, too. Um, I mean, obviously, the match really started once Ibushi, the last man to get in, ended up... You got a really good reaction. Good reaction. Um, there was... this One of the stories being told throughout the match was Pac and Claudio um, not getting yeah. along during the match. It was okay. I, I think like I liked it better than the Claudio's last one, which now. was BCC versus JAS. Yeah, it was better than that one. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of stuff. There was, like I said, there was tax. Um, they got up. They did climb the cage, I believe. Yeah, it was Matt Jackson and uh, I think Yuta. Yeah. I think. Yuta, I can't. Dude, he, he does nothing for me. He just got beat up this entire match, though. Wheeler <laughs> like, Yuta does nothing for me. They also used glass before the thumbtacks, too. Uh, yeah, and then the bed of nails, which... Jeremy, you're impartial. Give us a... Give the people at home... You know, Andy and I will crap all over Wheeler. Useless, what's your review of Blood and Guts? What do you, what's your review of... What's your review of Wheeler? I mean... Oh, well, Wheeler? Well, the match or Wheeler Yuta? <laughs> I want to know what he thinks of Wheeler Yuta. So, at first, when he joined the BCC, I kind of liked him. Like... Because they had him earn it, and he was, like, going through this intense, like, these intense matches. I don't know. He hasn't done anything since then. And he doesn't have any, like, special moves or anything about him, I, I think. guess. I guess the thing is they're trying to, like, pin him as this, like, tough guy shooter dude. And I'm like, I just don't get that vibe. Yeah. I don't get that vibe. Do, it dude was puts he, me like, asleep a, I think it's, it's also, like, his gear, too. It doesn't really match his persona, then. Like, Moxley wears, like, you know, sometimes a vest or, like, the hoodie and those things and make him look like it. But Will Yuta still, like, wears, like, I don't know. He doesn't, like, he just wears his tights. I just, uh, yeah. I feel like he needs something else to go with it. He needs something, boss. Yeah. But the overall match, to me, I know you guys didn't like it, right? Or it's not your thing. I liked it better than I thought I would. I liked it better than I liked it better than I thought I would. I I liked some of the spots. Ibushi was I a mean, nice addition. I, actually, I thought. Yeah. I I'm a big Danielson and Claudio supporter, so I'm cool with. Actually, I told Andy. Uh, I like Danielson Ibushi. wasn't even in it. I know that. Or not to, yeah. yeah, sorry. 
But, like, I, I like to be supportive of the people in that group, even though we kind of tease them all the time. But uh, Abushi at one time was one of my... Uh, I wouldn't say he was one of my favorite wrestlers, but he was contested in one of my favorite matches I had seen, which was against... Uh, we still say, go watch him in the Cruiserweight Classic. Go watch all of his matches in the Could've, Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, yeah those been, are some of my favorites. The one against Cedric Alexander is... I mean... It blew my mind yeah. in, like, 2015. That and then him against... That one's the better of the two, but him versus Brian Kendrick after years of Brian Kendrick not being in WWE was super good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are both good. I mean, for me, so, like, I I like death, match, death matches, but not, like, all the time. So when they're big like this, I kind of, like... I, expect it to be like this so to me i kind of i liked it now do you um, we're talking we're talking hardcore you know cage weapons but do you like death matches like actual death matches not so much like gcw is that what you mean yeah. like, like those ones where like, they're like light you tubes you don't want to see like light tubes and like you like like street fights and things but you're not like yeah death maybe matches. like one or two light tubes spots i'm like fine with, like, but the, like, what are the those ones where it's like the entire ring is surrounded by light tubes i'm like this is too much you like you like what they did like uh what are the kind of matches that i know it's like a non-sanctioned match but they don't call it that in aw lights out match. lights out you, you're you're, lights you're out, like yeah. fine with that where they have like the barbed wire yeah, contraptions yeah. and and whatnot. Yeah, those are fine. Yeah, the ones. Yeah, the ones you see. Like we always. I know we send each other all those on Instagram all the time. Like the ones that we see, especially with like the what is it? I forget what's the like. It's like they look like straw things that they put in people's heads. That's a new thing. I'm sorry to see. I don't get it. It's the barbecue. See, yeah, I don't like that at all. Skewers. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. You guys see on TV right now? It shows the X uh, next to the tweet. It says. Yeah. See, I told uh, you. Yeah, it it's so stupid. Um, I, I did want to pick your brain, guys, while we're watching Dominic wrestle right now. So Do, uh, Damien has the Money in the Bank briefcase. Dominic has North American title. And Rhea has the Women's World Heavyweight title. Could Finn get gold at SummerSlam and then all four? I had read I that they're looking, they're looking at the Judgment Day backstage as kind of the replacement for Bloodline as, like, top faction, obviously, because Bloodline's, like, done. But they yeah. said they need another big group. Just a thought. I like I like Finn as a top heel because he, I feel like he deserves that now. Hopefully. I mean, you could get more matches out of Finn and Seth. But speaking of ending feuds, I want... I hope BCC and Elite is done. That's what it was supposed to be with this Blood and Guts match, I believe. Yeah. They didn't say it. Like, the commentators did say, like, it's over. Okay, thank God. Uh, let's get into SmackDown. United States Championship Invitational Fatal 4-Way, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Cameron Grimes, and L.A. Knight. Big pop for L.A. Knight as usual. However, he did not win the match. <sighs> Winner was Rey Mysterio, who will be taking on his fellow LWO teammate, uh, uh, Santos Escobar. Winner will face Austin Theory at SummerSlam or on TV. I don't know. They got two weeks to build whatever. Why do they need Mysterio to win this? I don't know. Now, they are slow. I sent you guys the thing. They are slow to uh, push L.A. Knight. Too slow. He is, like, his... I kn- isn't it true that, like, WWE, like, 
if you're the number one like merch sales guy, like that's kind of a big deal for them backstage. Yeah. Oh, one of the yeah. thing one of the things that Brian Last was talking about, he was he's one of the number one LA Knights one of the number one and Brian Last, not Brian Alvarez, who we were talking about earlier. Brian Last was saying that LA Knight is one of the biggest merch movers right now, and his shirt is not even good. It's a bad shirt. He's his bad shirts. He said, shirt. "Wait, you said wait until he has a good shirts." Yeah, wait until <laughs> yeah. he, he said, "Wait until he has a good shirt." <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Um, look, is LA Knight the best wrestler in the world? No, not 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 at all. He's very the average in the ring. Yeah. The Rock, the Rock wasn't, wasn't out there yeah. doing fucking Kurt Angle moves, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah, the fear, I don't, I don't obviously, understand it too. the fear is you don't want the hype to go away before they pull the trigger. Yeah. You know? That's what I think is going to happen if they keep. Like, he's not this, even cause... on SummerSlam so far? He's not even on the card? Yeah, he's not on the card. I guess what we haven't seen in a long time, and I haven't seen since maybe like Cena, is once you get well, uh, Roman. You know, I don't want to not be fair to Roman, but uh, you know, when you're that over, right? Like when you're on that level that like L.A. Knight's getting to right now, which you know they start to call white hot. When you get the title, yeah, how do you just stay? Like that over, like the rock, like the rock won that won those belts. Years you do ago, it and by being like, able to be a good talker and keep people invested. Yeah, you got to keep talking. If you can keep being entertaining, like Seth Rollins at one point was white hot. They gave him the belt, and then people died off. He's not a crazy good talker. I mean, he's better now, but yeah. enough to keep people invested at that time when he got the belt, and then they paired him up with his wife, and then they were doing like. You know, mixed tag matches yeah, with was... Becky against Baron Corbin, Lacey Evans. Like, what about <sighs> people what, turn what on him for the, the ecl- for the fiend? It's different because it's not a singles competitor. But what about the acclaimed? The acclaimed, they're still over. People still not like, like them. They were th- yeah, they're still over. Yeah, not like they not like they did three four months ago though. Well, same that with same like... as Inc. and Kevin Owens. Right during the U- well, Usos the... feud, they were they were Sammy big. Zane. But, yeah. This... Same thing with them. They also both both of those guys, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and the Claim, all had really good matches when they first were getting really hot too. Like the Claim especially had that at uh, I think it was All Out. So then, how do you? And they lost. I guess what? what I'm saying is, how do you? It always seems like in wrestling, not all the time, but it seems like the build. And we've talked to us about we talked about the same thing uh, on the show last year with Hangman Adam Page. His race his build to get the title felt good and then when he won the title it was like eh like you just immediately were like over it it's like the chase like going yeah. after a hot chick the chase was better than when you when Cody if Cody won good. the belt if Cody wins the belt eventually from Roman you know how does he stay Sky blue. in that in that spot <laughs> I think Cody's big with the kids, though. Like, I think he'd be like the John Cena-ish. Um, yeah. If he won the belt for Roman, Roman, that's how it would be a divided crowd, eventually. Oh yeah. Yeah, Cody can easily get to that point. But, um, point is, I hope they pull the trigger eventually with LA Knight and not let it burn out. Um, but 
it could be one of those things that the fans will keep cheering until they get what they want. Kind of like, you know, Daniel Bryan and whatnot. Um, Daniel Bryan. So, m- moving forward, Charlotte Flair defeated EO Sky, and uh, Oscar Asuka would attack afterwards. Um, it was announced, and it's weird that it was announced, like, before the show even aired, that at SummerSlam we're getting a triple threat for Asuka's title, Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca. Yeah. I always find that weird when they yeah, you could save it for TV um, and make a promo segment out of it, but they don't. Uh, Santos yeah. Escobar would defeat Austin Theory. And then Lashley and Street Profits continue to tease uh, forming a group. Dominic Mysterio defeated Butch in a North American Championship match. And then we ended the show with the Rules of Engagement segment. What do you guys think of this segment between Roman and Jay? I thought it was pretty good. It was good. Like At times, I was like, "This is kind of confusing." It was almost like you had to. Yeah. I just you had to know. Like it was like inside baseball of like this whole the elders and like. Okay, yeah, that was the, that it. was yeah. the only part I didn't like is when he was like, "Do the elders know about this?" I was like, "Oh, yeah." Wait. So okay, so I read some <laughs> of the stuff. Uh, so during this segment, like, he's like calling the rocks, Jay, the rocks. The Rock sitting at a table with he's like an Alpha, elder with Alpha and Sika, and he's like, "No, I don't think this is appropriate for the time." <laughs> so, so during yeah. so during this segment, Roman's literally sitting at the head of a table, um, and Roman's calling Jay Little Jay the whole time, kind of condescending, condescendingly. Um, Jay would tear up the SummerSlam contract, and he said, "We don't need no contract." The contract is in the blood. This right here. This is tribal combat now. Um, <laughs> tribal and then combat. Ro- Roman, Roman would look concerned. Like he's thinking. He's like, fuck. He's like, do the elders know about this? <laughs> Jay, Jay would say. That was the, that was the say, only line of the whole thing that made me laugh. Jay said, it was their idea, Oose. Uh, before laying down the no holds bar rules for uh, tribal combat. Um, and apparently is that it means to, is it supposed to be like Black Panther? You know what I'm talking about? Like you fight to it's be the winner Black take Panther. All. Winner, winner right. gets the belt and they become the tribal chief. But you remember that yeah, scene trial in Black by Panther combat? He, yeah, yeah. He fights. Me. He fights the dude, yeah. and then they yeah. like becomes the new Black Panther or whatever. It's like Black Panther. It's like Vikings. It's like it's trial yeah. by combat. Um. So Solo would attempt to attack, but Roman would stop in and grab his arm. Uh, Jay would end up super kicking uh, Solo, though, and uh, there would be a stare down between him and Reigns to end the show. Not too bad. It was just, it, when it was good, it was good. It was just, there was parts I was like, uh, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, they, they've done pretty well to keep, to keep the storyline. To keep the like, with Jimmy being hurt, yeah. no more Sami Zayn, and the bloodline slowly yeah. falling. It's eventually going to be Solo versus Roman, and then Roman's going to be on an island by himself. Right. I just, I know, I, I feel like it's never going to happen, but I love, it, every time we talk about the head of the table stuff, I just love that interview with The Rock where uh, that reporter's like, uh, is Roman, or who's the head of the table? And then The Rock yeah, goes, the well, without saying too much, you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it, it, it culminates to that eventually. I mean, it would have been nice. 
Maybe, maybe it still can be. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure Cody's facing maybe, Roman again this Mania. Did you guys? Well, see I was the, gonna say maybe at this Mania. Did like you far. Did you guys see the interview with Cena? Uh, it could have been recently. I didn't see the date on it, but he had like longer hair, so it had to be at least from the last year or two. Um, where somebody said, you know, when you had your feud against The Rock, you were very judgmental against, uh, you know. Yeah, because he didn't. Schedule. He didn't realize the truth like the truth of it all basically yeah of what it's actually like once you get up there in age you can't do it forever right i believe that's what he was talking about yeah that's, that was what he was saying because he did a whole rap basically about mm-hmm. it um so but the one thing i wanted to say was uh that uh, he apologized Yep, and he he said I can I didn't realize that, you know, I didn't understand that when you're making a movie, you know, hundreds of people are depending on you to for your job, because they all need to make money too. Yeah. And he's like, and if you get hurt, all these people don't have. A oh, movie he, to make. he was like, they why don't... can't you just come in in and out whenever you want? Basically, yeah, he said like, you you love WWE so much. Yeah. Why can't you just come here whenever you know? Why can't you just make an appearance yeah. or like, and. uh yeah, and I just thought it was interesting because he said straight up, he's like, I'm sorry. I was ignorant. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Him and I believe those two are on good terms. Now, obviously, they're in Fast and Furious and stuff together, franchise now. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, not anymore. John Cena died in the last one, but uh, spoiler. Bro, spoilers. Spoiler. Bro. <laughs> it's been out for a while, all right? Does, does Paul Walker come back? I mean, really, the car crashed itself. Right. No one was really in the car. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a car with no driver. You couldn't see the driver. Well, that's John, John, <laughs> no. yeah, John Cena's car. You can't see the driver, so it was really just yeah. a car that ended up flipping. Why is this car driving itself? Um, yeah. All right, so that wraps up SmackDown. Before I, we finish off with two shows of uh, AEW, I have a gripe. To pick with AEW of something Booker, today. Booker Andy has Uh-oh. a gripe. Not not uh, not Uh-oh. talk wrestling. Tim. All right. So, I read today that AEW turned down Bret Hart's offer to be an agent. They wanted him to be a manager. He wanted to be an agent, and they said no. To have a brain like Bret Hart's to be able to help talent and help produce stuff, and you say no, we don't want you to be an agent. We just wanted you to be like a Tully Blanchard, no, dude. Because they- they don't want his advice. I mean, that's that's it. They don't want it. Plain and simple. He's gonna tell him. He's gonna tell him that this shit. Is like Heyman said, he's he's doing pretty good on his own. I mean, he could have just been signed to Collision because all those half of those wrestlers idolized Bret Hart, anyways. Well, that was another. They that, turned that down. Could, that could have been that. that Bret was a big asked to be an part. agent. Like he didn't. God. Yeah. Just, I was like, what? It was like a brilliant, like. Epcho would be like, ah! <laughs> they love the hearts, dude. They, yeah. they, they loved, you know, that whole group. No, but you yeah. know, you it's know, Ma- you know, Maddie and Nikki were both like, no, we don't want that. He's gonna say that our wrestling's bad and it's stupid. Hangman's hey, like, I'm doing pretty good on my own. Yeah, Hangman's hey, like, I got this. <laughs> I got this, Mister Funk. Uh, he's like, don't worry about me. So I read that today. I was just like. Uh, he, no, he, thanks, he's like, he's like, he's like, no thanks, Mr. Funk. Are you? <laughs> no thanks, Mr. Funk. I don't need your advice. <laughs> he's like, who the fuck are you? 
Um, all right, Rampage. The main thing to take away from Rampage was the Royal Rampage match, which it was two rings because yep. it was for Blood and Guts. Uh, two rings were there, but there was a Royal yeah. Rampage match. They were really Basically, riding that legal line with the whole Royal thing. I was like, man, you guys are yeah. pushing it, aren't you? <laughs> I didn't say Battle Royal is a WWE-owned phrase. No, but Royal Rumble is. Uh, Battle Royal, not Royal. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but I thought everyone did. Everyone start in the ring. I don't remember. Or did they come out one by one? Was it more of a battle remember. royal, or was it a royal rumble like thing? Okay. <laughs> I I, no, you know Darby what? I think they're all in the ring because it's two rings. It's Darby Allen who gets a shot at the TNT title at All Out, which comes after All In, like two weeks later. They haven't even started booking yeah. All In, but they're booking for All Out now. So All In is August 27th, and then All Out is like two weeks yep. later. They have just over a month to book All In. Oh, here we go. Everything's going to feel rushed. All right. Hey, we got Collision. I don't uh, know who's booking Collision, but I love you. So, yeah, Collision. Collision. Punk's booking yeah, Collision. Come on. You, we we, know, who's, uh, we know who's really booking Collision. Let's be real here. So collisions good. Punk runs it. He runs the show behind the scenes. And, and I was, I was telling Jeremy this. Even though Collision has like the lowest ratings of the AW shows, I guess from what Tim uh, sent us, they're smart though yeah. this upcoming week to book FTR versus MJF and Adam Cole onto Collision. Get people there. It, it, it's also funny, and maybe just hey, if you're not watching walk. Collision, you're missing out. You're missing, you're missing out. out. I'm just you're missing. You know besides yeah. SmackDown, you're missing out on the best no filler. show on TV. Just so y'all know. There's no filler on uh, in Collision. It feels like Ruthless Aggression SmackDown. It's every, ev- <laughs> yeah, everything right. flows yeah. into the next thing. There's no, like, randomly a match that doesn't make sense with the match that, like, bef- like it just is. A, it feels like wrestling, man. It feels good. It feels good, and I like it. I want me some more. So, uh, I know you guys like this opening segment. Ricky Starks opens the show. A uh, bit of a heelish, had no no issue with him uh, holding on to the ropes against Punk the week before. Uh, Punk would come out and basically just kind of sarcastically talk shit to him about, since you have no problem cheating, and uh, <laughs> I'm, trying to, uh, I'm trying to see some, some quotes really quick of yeah, some of the stuff. Be, uh, before he walked out of the ring, he tapped him on the shoulder. He said, hey, that's fine. He's like he's like that he's like you had to be the guy to cheat to win and then he like he like turns and like walks out of the yeah. ring and Ricky Stark like gets yeah. mad and says something to him that pisses him off. Well, yeah, it says about the bag. Christian no, and Luchasaurus, he, he, yeah. That he said you're that's about what that's about as empty as a thread as the that bag that you're carrying around or something like that. Of what's in that bag, yeah. Yeah. That you yeah. carry around. Uh but after Punk would come out and have a little exchange with Ricky Starks, Christian and Luchasaurus would come out. It's kind of growing <laughs> on me, this whole Christian saying that he's the champion. Yeah. It's he corrects hilarious. himself That's constantly. So funny. He's saying we, and then he's like, he corrects it. Even though yeah. he's he's Maybe wearing the title. I, and then he'll do that look. He's wearing the title when they come out. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like what kind of guy? What does he say? Out. He's like, what? He says, what kind of guy walks around here to CM Punk? He's like, pretending to be a champion. To, uh, to be so a champion when he's not one, and then the crowd like starts booing. 
Um, Darby would come out though and talk about how uh, what Christian barely has wrestled or or something like that. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle anymore. Yeah. Um, so this would end up. And he was like, "My good friend CM Punk," and I was like, "That was a weird line from Darby." Yeah. So this would set though uh, a match for later, the main event actually. Ricky Starks teaming up with Christian against Darby Allen and Punk. Uh, it's weird that they're going with Ricky Heel again. Yeah. I know when you first saw that, you texted us, like, it's, well, you it, thought Punk was The way he heel. was saying, because I was like, Ricky Starks is definitely a babyface, I thought. And I read today that AEW yeah. is doing everything they can to keep Punk a babyface. Or make him appear as a babyface, like, on television. Just well, then he's got He's got to <laughs> He's got to stop. If they're going to keep a babyface, he's got to stop roasting the local... State's hockey team every time it comes out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, okay. He has too much fun doing that. I mean, yeah, I mean, he needs a heel, a full heel turn soon, acting like a heel, and then teaming up yeah. with a baby face. You know, who's that fooling? No one. Right, yeah. Um. So that was the opening segment. I, I, I think they've opened up the show pretty well consistently since they started. They also do those promos before the show even starts, like before the um, intro uh, video. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Trios uh, Championship match, House of Black defeating the Acclaimed and Daddy Ass in pretty quick fashion, actually. Um, yeah. Max Caster was about to say something to Buddy. He said, Buddy's looking nauseous. And then Buddy uh, did not want to hear him probably say something about Dominic and Rhea. So he breaks it out of the ring, and it's it's Max Caster with a knee. I think he's a little fed up. <coughs> but Billy Gunn would end up taking a pin, and Black whispered, some, uh, Malachi Black would whisper something to the gun before they left the ring, and this led to Daddy Ass taking off his boots and leaving them in the ring and kind of blowing by uh, the acclaimed. So we'll have to see where this goes from yeah. here. Daddy Ass retiring. It can't be the it can't be the end. It's the end of Daddy. This ass. was supposed to be his last one last championship for him. Uh, yeah. But the way he was taking off the boots, good acting by him. It looked like he was like upset. Yeah, he was like visibly upset and like almost like crying yeah. almost too. So I, I am interested to see uh, what happens. Um, like I was telling you before, Jeremy, if you want to see House of Black, they're strictly on collision. That's the way Malachi wanted it. He wanted them people to know that if you tune in to Collision, you'll definitely see House of Black. He wanted to be like a one of the faces, I guess. And then people were like, you know, "Damn, like I should." People were like, "Dang, I'm definitely not gonna tune in to Collision." Then, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, House of Black though had stolen Andrade's mask, uh, and now next week, first they said next week is gonna be Buddy Matthews versus Andrade. And then, like, one segment later, they said Buddy Matthews versus Andrade in a ladder match with Andrade's yeah. mask hanging. It's uh, I, I thought I saw this funny tweet. It's uh, the Who's Got a Hotter WWE. Uh, about that. It's the match is actually Who's Got a Hotter WWE Girlfriend on a Pole match. And uh, the winner <laughs> the winner goes up and uh, picks him. <laughs> We're speaking of hot girls. Um, we had Sky Blue versus... Ah, there oh, we boy. go. Tyler Valkyrie. You don't even... Ha- Andy, you don't even have this on the notes. I know. 
<laughs> Andy just couldn't just stop that. Andy, yeah. Andy's I, like, I couldn't get her off my mind. <laughs> um, also, you need to change your name. Um, so Sky Blue, Sky Blue, yeah, Sky Blue versus Sky Blue. Valkyrie. Yeah, I'll tell you all fair. Um, Ty, Sky uh, Blue versus Ty Valkyrie. Ty Valkyrie uh, would end up winning. And then uh, I believe Mira was in action real quick against Nick Camarado, who actually lives in Bel Air. He lives in Hartford County. My friend sold him a car at Super. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Big guy. Kind of one of the only guys that can go like size wise with Mira, I think. Um, yeah. Okay, our main event, though, is Christian Cage and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and CM Punk. CM Punk, speech, speaking of next week being about Bam Bam Bigelow, CM Punk would do the Bam Bam Bigelow cartwheel uh, in the middle of the <laughs> ring, paying homage to him. Um, he did, like, a cartwheel, and then he, like, jumped up and, like, kicked his feet out. I don't know if they kicked the feet out kind of thing. Is that Randy Orton? No, it's a Bam Bam The cartwheel is too. for Bam Bam Bigelow. Um well, yeah, I was gonna say because that made me think. I remember when Randy did like that. That was hilarious. And, like touched his feet. That was kind of yeah. like it was. But that was wild. Punk, Punk's gear changes every week. He's just like, how is he feeling? I just want to know, like, yeah. what the thought process is. Like, I should wear these this week, or is he just rotating between the long boys? You know. Well, the, he said he said if people complain, if you complain about the long boys, he will wear the long boys. That's okay. That's what he said I like originally. I like I he like said, the shorts though. I like like the the, the gym shorts. Kind yeah, of those thing. Like yeah. shorts. Yeah, I like those a lot. Because it's the it's the like classic them. CM Punk character that he used to wear basketball shorts, but it's like updated for twenty twenty three. Too long. It's cool. Yeah, you right. Mean, like he that, was, he used but, to wear like the Grayson Waller shorts. Yeah, but that was very of the that was very <laughs> of the time. You know, the baggy basketball yeah. shorts. Now yeah. he has like the modern day version. Yeah. Although he did look um, so sick when he wore that outfit when he came out with his ROH gear on and the AFI song. God, that was awesome. Oh, and he actually did wear that classic one? Yeah. She just came out yeah, wearing a long-haired awesome. blonde wig. Um, <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, so what do you guys think of the main event, though? <laughs> Christian and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and CM Punk. I thought it was good. Every main event so far the match. Uh, has been pretty solid, I'd, I'd say. For a collision. Yeah. I mean, most of them, other than, like, I think one had Punk in the main event, so seems to be a common factor of why they're so good. Is this week five or six of Collision? I think five. Hasn't think he five. been in every main event? Except for one, when he week was three. just, I think it was on commentary. And he did lose three, one. Yeah. He lost one. Too. Lost to Ricky right. last yeah. week. Last week, yeah. Yeah, he, he's lost more in the Collision time than he had did before. In the all of his AEW run for that, yeah. Um, so yeah, what do you, what you guys think of the match? Winners were Ricky Starks and Christian Cage. Where do you think Punk goes from here? What do you think? Do you think he feuds with Ricky? What do you think happens with his yeah, belt? I, I, what is? What do you think is going on with that? I have, I have no idea. Like he, he's not going to challenge for the title until MJF and Adam oh, Cole that are should done. be an all-in MJF and Punk yeah, it again. Should be. But this time for a title. Oh, and Jeff and Punk? They got to hurry up on Adam Cole then. I want Punk and Adam Cole too. Or Adam or Adam Cole does it on All Out. He gets like the winner. Booker Jeremy. But either way, yeah. <laughs> either way, I like, I like the ending of this match because Ricky starts cheated again to win. 
and I don't know, I think that's just like a, he got like another one over on Punk, which I thought was kind of cool. Because you know he's going to lose the feud in the end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tim, any thoughts this match? I, I like the match. Um, I weirdly was, before they turned it into a tag, I was hoping that they were going to make it like a fatal four-way type scenario, but I like the tag. It was good. Uh, there were some signs in the crowd. Uh, CM um, Chump Junk. was one. Oh, yeah. uh, Crymore. Wasn't there one about John Cena? Crymore Punk was his, was also yeah. another one. I saw one that said John Cena is a con artist. Yeah, I did see that one, too. They were really confusing it. <laughs> that was so <laughs> random. It's like, what? He's not even an active wrestler anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some, some guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Some fucking guy went John out and said, <laughs> he spent 45 minutes drawing that sign. <laughs> it was that It was that important to him. He's like, I know John's watching. It's like a guy that hasn't seen wrestling forever. He's like, John Cena's still here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I'm sorry. It struck me as so funny that that guy took the actual time to do that. He's like, roll it up. This will show him. And then bring it to the show. (laughs) You're like, dude, first off, wrong year. Secondly, wrong company. Yeah. Yeah, wrong. (laughs) Sean C has the con artist. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. It's like he if got someone had a... pushed online by someone posing as John Cena, <laughs> like that guy that attacked Seth Rollins. Yeah, he just hates John it's Cena. Like if now. someone was like holding an Austin three sixteen sign in the crowd, you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they probably didn't even guy take the Rocky sign away. They, like, they probably saw it. <laughs> John Cena is a god artist. They probably just saw the sign. Yeah. They're like, who cares? Um, God. He's yeah, like, he said he did. That he, he did twelve hundred and fifty six make a wishes, and he says that he only did twelve hundred and fifty seven. He's a fucking con artist. <laughs> He's a fucking con artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Well, that wraps up the show. Tim, you want to take us out? Yeah. Uh, classic show of the week is an interesting concept. I'm going to take you all. Tim's getting tired. I am. I'm getting a little sleepy. I'm taking you all the way back <laughs> almost 20 years ago. The year was 2004, and this show was called Taboo Tuesday. Not only was it an interesting concept because it was a Tuesday night pay-per-view, but the fans actually voted for what the matches were going to be. So uh, every match beforehand had a choice, and the fans could uh, – this is very early in the dot-com era – uh, you could tell by the they were really trying to push this whole internet thing 20 years ago. It's funny. Like, they're like, you can log on now on your computer and actually do this. Isn't that crazy? You know, here we are. You can yeah. do anything. I remember you that. You can do it all from your phone right now if you wanted to. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> some interesting matches here. All right. We got Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. You got Randy Orton versus Ric Flair. You got Edge and Chris Benoit against La Resistance. Eugene against Eric Bischoff. If you guys want to skip the, yeah, if you want to skip the Eugene match, guys, I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't aged, it hasn't aged well. Uh, Trish, 
<laughs> Molly Holly versus Trish Stratus, who, you know, Trish Stratus currently on television. Chris Jericho versus Shelton Benjamin. And uh, Muhammad Hassan, speaking of characters that haven't aged well, versus Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, no. Oh, that match. <laughs> oh, the uh, the one where he, like, yeah, that one's really rough. The boot camp match. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't kill him. Yeah. He was just off TV for a while. He didn't kill him. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, Taboo Tuesday 2004. I remember watching that DVD all the time as a, as a young middle school lad. Yeah, I did, yeah, too. I had it. It was one of the only ones I had. I don't know why. I would just I would watch that and like WrestleMania 20 and like wrestling VHS tapes like over and over again. But uh, yeah, guys, that wraps it up for episode 92. That's 92, right? That yes. is 92. Yeah, we are on the road to 100. Um, we're gonna get our buddy Bro Keller on the show for episode 100. So stick around for that in uh, about eight in nice. about two months, I guess it's looking like eight weeks, and. Uh, what else are we going to do? Oh, uh, bro actually told me a secret. Well, I learned it from somewhere else, but I wanted to I wanted to ask him. I'm not going to tell you guys because you confirmed, you confirmed it, with it, him. it with him. I can't tell you guys the recipe, but I found out how wrestlers keep their hair wet for so long and why it stays wet in the match. As a barber, I found it very interesting. So I got a, I got a little... Cool. Uh, a little uh, recipe for the the quote-unquote workers spray as they say so uh but uh yeah so bro thank you for that buddy hey we will be back next week was episode 93 andy's got his puppy on camera everybody have a great week look at that dog's face you can't have a bad week with looking at that face bye bye everybody Stay good. <laughs>